It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 225. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, watch the latest episode of Duty Commenced, patch 5.57 notes, presenting the full list of Digital Fan Festival 2021 art contest entries, presenting the Glamoured to Life entries, announcing the Final Fantasy XIV and Twitch collaborative campaign and the issues with it, uh, Death Unto Dawn, Final Fantasy XIV original soundtrack coming to sep- September 15th, 7th 14-hour broadcast schedule and guest details. Also, we got some other stuff with the WoW refugees are coming and a reminder about our contest. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hey, Yelta. How are you? I am. I, 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 I'm distracted because it's... Uh, the Thursday night before the 4th of July, and people are, like, basically doing fireworks in my cul-de-sac, so sorry Wonderful. if you hear some banging. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. Probably better than uh, any cats in your neighborhood. I know mine always goes crazy when the, the fireworks happen. So remember remember the little fuzzy ones whenever you're popping fireworks outside. But, uh, yeah, happy 4th, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm great. I probably sound good this week because I actually have the correct microphone <laughs> going, so uh, that's helpful. Although we got you know quite a few listens on the previous episode, despite the terrible microphone. So uh, thank you for being a listener. Uh, I'm doing great. I have uh, been playing quite a bit uh, when I had some downtime outside of uh, work and other uh, parental responsibilities. Uh, currently though, you know, I've been playing pretty sporadically. I've been playing pretty solo. That's not because I hate anyone. That is because it's easy for me to just go AFK and I have no responsibility. So it, it saves me from feeling guilty for anything. So, um, I do foresee myself doing some group content pretty soon. I've been talking about doing some group content and what little group content I have done has been inside of Eureka. Um, I am still on that Eureka train, and maybe because I'm better heard this episode, I can talk a little more about what I've been doing in Eureka. So, as you'll recall, uh, I was in good old Pyros last episode, and I had just kind of stumbled into it, and it was a harsh place. I think I said, like, I even died once and couldn't get a res and had to go back because nobody goes to that lower area much. Uh, it's kind of an afterthought. And now, because I am, I think I'm 54. I have to actually go into Hydados and check um, because I uh, I got on the Pyros train and uh, just started leveling because it was doing my challenge log. I did this Tuesday. I was hungry, thirsty, if you will, Yelta. I was thirsty for Eureka. <laughs> um, and when I got on on Thursday, uh, I had already hit 50 and I just jumped on the train, and it just pretty much took care of my challenge log. I still have a, a few other things to knock out, and I'll probably go into Hydatos to do it. I know, I know, you can go into uh, the Animos and do challenge log. But I actually like getting the real XP from doing, like, the 60 mobs and getting two 230 mm. chains and getting that big XP. And I don't mind burning 45 minutes or whatever doing that. It goes really fast, you know? And if you drink the Potion of Harmony and you do all the... You know, you touch the fairy and all the other good stuff for the XP boost, you will really rack up some XP very fast. So again, if you are a solo player through the challenge log and, you know, some safe walking, get your stealth uh, logogram and all that good stuff. But as you as you go through it, 
soloing is a viable option in Eureka unless you want to do the Relic. Because <laughs> if you want to do the Relic, you kind of have to group up um, at least enough to do the Fates. Uh, and so upon uh, upon Kryle telling me I'll see you in Hydados, well, let me tell you what happened first. First, I went out and I talked to the Triple Triad dude that I finally unlocked because the whole point of all of this was so I could do Triple Triad. So get some cards. <laughs> to get the cards. So I went on the boat. I beat the guy for the four cards I needed, and I went back I went back into Eureka. Um, so I um, after I unlocked Hydados, I, I, I did screw around in there for a little bit and, and finished that week's challenge log, which was last week's. For this week, I went um, – into pyros and by this point i was 50 and i want to finish the relic if you recall i said that the best method that i have found uh if you if you're going to go solo for sure is do the quests finish the quests have cryo tell you see in the next one and then now that you're the max level and you're not scared of most of the mobs in there Jump on the fate train. Start farming for start farming and popping NMs. You know, ask anybody any any uh I don't know what they call them, pop parties or whatever they're called. Um any parties. Let's any you know get in, let's, get in there and shout. I, shout. I people are like, I don't know how to find a group. I'm like, you get in there and you shout for what you want. That's all you gotta do, really. And and, and don't shout too fast in between. Oh yeah, yeah, minutes. yeah. You know, I, honestly, if I get out there and and I'm soloing, and an NM pops near me, a fate, and I go over to it, and I will either do it in say or shout, and I'll say, any room? And usually they understand that. He's like, hey, I'll invite you to my group. I also turn on my party flag, and more often than not, the party flag gets me parties than shouting for it. So turn on your party flag as well. And I just stand there, and if nobody picks me up, nobody picks me up. I put on... I guess this is summoner privilege. I put on Titan Eggy. I stone skin myself and I just, you know, try not to get hit while putting festers or whatever on it. And um, make sure you're on the right elements and get max DPS. Um, you know, but more often than not, I get picked up for, for a party there. And if you're, and, and usually there's somebody with a tracker and somebody, and you can always ask anybody got a tracker, and somebody is, is popping these NMs and they're following the tracker to do it. Just go with them. Start if you start farming the the stuff, people will add you to their group because they know you're out there to to help. You're not just sitting at camp waiting for the next NM to pop. Which there's plenty of people who do that too. Not so much now, I don't guess. But um, I have just found that the forty or fifty when I'm in a zone um, are very typically very dedicated. There's at least half of those people that are farming stuff. So we farmed Penny. Whatever her full name is, Penathalia, Penathistia, I don't know what her name is. But we were out there in Pyros and I was on the train and somebody said, go to Yin Yang. And Blizzard ended as soon as we got there. We turned around. It was fire weather and we went to Penny and uh, farmed uh, those moths until she popped. And I got three of her little orbs or whatever. Now I know what the item is. So um, I just need her one more time. And I think 130 more tokens to get to the light step. And I don't know if the light step is going to be easy or hard at this point. I will say that the light step in Pagos was super easy. Like even solo, I was filling the bar up to nine. So mm -hmm. I, it's, it's, if it's that level of easy, I'll be walking out of Pyros 
really fast with whatever relic step that is, the Pyros relic, and then into Hydatos I'll go, and I'll follow the same ma- method. I, my understanding, I remember reporting on this even though I didn't play it, was that Hydatos was the victory lap. So I'm hoping that Hydatos is pretty cinchy. It is more like um, Zadnor and the, and the Bosja content in the sense that, you know, it's one just big chunk and the mobs are pretty spread out. So I don't feel like I'm in those hamster tubes of Pyros, dragons breathing down my neck, and, you know, griffins looking at me from five different directions. Um, it's It doesn't seem to be that bad just yet, but I haven't spent too, too much time in Idados. I've unlocked half the map, but not too, too much time. And, of course, the logical next step is talking about Baldizian Arsenal, which it just makes sense to start working on that front as well. Um, I know people, yourself included, Yelta, would be very interested in getting that mount. Uh, I, too, am interested in that mount. But ultimately, I just feel like, can we really leave these students of Valdizian trapped in this deal <laughs> and just go to go to old Charlay and it'd be like, we're here. Oh, don't, don't worry about the Isle of Val. Not a big deal. Maybe they're trying to forget it as well. Who knows? But... Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I just feel like I want to complete Kryle's story. I get this just kind yes. of 1.0 no, like feeling, too. you know? Like, I just really want to get the lore part done. It feels like Coil. I don't want to go into 2.0 or whatever or go into 3.0 without finishing Coil. Or I, it's This is where I want to be. I want to get this done so I can walk into old Charlayan feeling like I did everything that had to do with Charlayan content up to this point. So. Yeah. Um, that being said, pretty happy with, uh, Eureka. I will soon be back into some Zadnor content, but I really just, Mm -hmm. and it's hit or miss for me, but I'll do the Delibrium weekly thing. I just went ahead and started spending the gold coins on some gear because it's just so easy to farm those gold coins. And I was just like, let me just get some of this 510 gear for my healers. So I I know it's not top tier, but I ain't really trying to get top tier on all the jobs just yet. Let me get 510 on all of them before I start worrying about something else. Oh, yeah, that's plenty. Yeah, I told somebody was like, I don't know what to do with all these coins. And I'm like, buy gear sets for all jobs. If you haven't been... Just, I mean, it's going to be more than enough to get started. What's well, easier than running um, near stuff over the, mm-hmm. the last one and still just getting mm-hmm. one drop per run or whatever? You know, I might as well spend the gold coins and what the silver coins that do nothing for more gold gold coins to to get this stuff. And um, I like the concept. I like that it's an alternate way to get some gear for for all. No, again, it's not top tier. It's not best in slot by any means, or not even really that great. But it's just. It's enough. It's definitely enough. It's enough for me to walk into some kind of alt content with a healer mm-hmm. and go like, "Hey, I'm, you know, let me I can work with this. I don't feel terribly naked going into some EX with this. That's not bad." So, um anyway, that's kind of the logical next step. I I've, I've been running that and then I I feel like once I get this eureka out of my veins, there there will always at least between now and the release of Endwalker, everybody's going to be in Bosja content. There's what else is yeah. there to do? It's waiting that's, for me. I, kinda, you, it yeah. can wait. It can wait. You know. Yeah. So I'm not terribly worried about it. But it is. I do like Bosjan Zednor, and I see the. I I definitely see how great the uh, lost abilities are in comparison to Logograms. Logograms are just shit 
in comparison to uh, to the lost. They were really hard to go back to. Bell and I went to do Bunny Farm and did some other stuff the other time, and I'm like, I don't like. I like the other system better. It's terrible. You lose the logogram when you leave the zone. It, it there's just. It's not like an inventory space. I really love what they did with Bajja. It just goes to show you, you know, we had this evolution from stuff like the Deep Dungeon with the, you know, you get those abilities in there. And we were all like, ooh and ah, when, when like, they can do that in an instance, you know, we get some extra, extra stuff. And then we got logograms, which was, you know, a vast evolution where, you know, you can only raise with using the logograms, you know, that's, that's. That's wild too. And now we've got lost actions. What they can do a lot. They can do a lot with this system. It's like making a completely different game within a game. And that's what people are seeing that we've been talking about this game for a long time. Um, there's a lot of content. There's a, there's a lot of things to do. And, the, and when you have a game within a game and currently I'm doing the other game with, I'm doing the Eureka game within this game while other people are running the Bosja content that's a game within this game and soon we're going to have these uh these farmhouses and shit which is going to be some some game within the game and we're just going to have all these little pocket universes within 14 <laughs> the amusement park is only getting bigger folks yeah. i mean yeah they're, they're it can really be a little hard to it. keep track but yeah it's and I know there's some worry that you know content will become dead or whatever but you know every time they do anything it, they want us to funnel us back in there. They they'll find a way. Yeah, yeah. I, it it reminds me of something that actually we're going to talk about later with these um, the WoW refugee stuff. There's a couple of videos that we're going to talk about, um, and there's one video by Jesse Cox, and he talks about his WoW experiences versus his 14 experiences, and it just it reminds me of something he says early on in the video that. Final Fantasy is an RPG MMO. The story comes first. And mm-hmm. ultimately, if there's some story behind it, Yoshida's going to make a way that you're going to be able to experience that story to some degree. He's not going to dumb it down all the way, but you can see that you can get some some real shit done. If you really want to see Coil's story, you could run it solo on a level, hell, a level 90 character soon enough if you really wanted to do some kind of go back and run some shit. There, there's ways that you can do stuff and, and see the story. So Yoshida's not going to leave you high and dry so where you, you can't experience everything. And I guess that's what makes 14 unique. So the, the story will be out there. Like you said, if you're worried about some content drying up, I I'm in the, the past relics stuff and there's at least 50 people. And one time we filled a whole instance you know, the other day, I think it was Tuesday, the instance filled at one point, and it's like, wow, there's enough people running Eureka content to fill a whole instance still. So don't be don't be afraid to uh, to jump in. Anyway, other bullshit I've been doing. Uh, White Mage got it to eighty. I did do some uh, Zadnor and Bosja uh, content, um, and I got White Mage up to eighty, and then I ran and got its relic weapon and you know, farm some fates and all that good stuff. I hadn't got it to the glowy step yet, but um, I think I'm going to just start working on these alt relics that I hadn't got um, and spend the poetics I've been drowning in because I've been doing blue mage content every week. What a great way to get poetics, by the way, and allied seals because now I have every mount to the double speed in the El Realm Reborn zones very quickly due to blue mage. 
Yes, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a silly mini game, but if you do the weeklies on that, you get a lot of shit. So it's worth it. Um, you know, just uh, running around getting these these relic weapons and shit. Decorating my personal house. It was time. It needed an update. I think I changed some rugs. Oh, I think what spurred it was I was getting these drops from Pagos and Pyros that were uh, furniture. I'm like, well, I don't have a spice rack, and I don't have <laughs> wooden plates. I don't have wooden cups. And, you know, I don't even have any food in my house. Let's put some food out. So I I got a – I think I also got like a – one of my retainers brought a um, a wheel cart. Like you put food on top and it's got wheels and you can push it, the food cart. So I, I put that up and I put a couple of food and I put some plates next to it and across the way I put some cups on the counter and I rearranged some things. And then I was like, you know, I never really liked the, the basement bedroom that we've got. I'm rearranging. And I went all super house mode one night, just completely changed everything. And I brought my wife in the room and I said, look, Cinna, I changed the house. <laughs> and she was actually happy with it. So And she's been playing for the last few days. So uh, I think she's caught up on the story I think I think she's on five five second second quest. You know, there's only like three in five point five five. So, um, they uh, she's on the second quest of that one. And then, uh, yeah. So, oh, spoiler alert! You know, a couple weeks back, I was talking about that one funny thing that happened in that in five point five five. The thing I was talking about, Yeltsin, is yeah. when. They cut between each of the different characters. You're fighting as this one. You're fighting as this one. But when it switches back to your character, it pops on the screen. You are now playing as Yelta Sumasu. And to me, I just found that so charming that it's like, oh, I'm now playing as – like they're treating me like one of the NPC characters, like one of the – I don't know. I just found it a very charming moment. I, I thought that – I thought it was a home run for me. Maybe not a lot of people picked up on that, but I was just – I was very impressed when it popped up on the screen. You will now be playing as Rubicon Rail. I'm like, oh, <laughs> how sweet. They wrote me in. Um, so anyway, fun shit. I've been – I mean like obviously I've had varied fun within the game from old relic to current relic. Um you know, the bullshitty personal house stuff. Not people not many people are into that either, but you know, triple triad. I I think I got two cards. I actually didn't get a Shiva card this time when I got my two packs for losing the tournament. I got um I think I got um Nanamo and I got somebody else, like uh, Minfilia, I think, or something like that. They were actually better cards. Cards I could get more MGP back for because I already have them and they're not yeah. Cecil or uh, Furion. But anyway, one day, one day. I still haven't done those, um, the card tournament, the open tournament. And I almost signed up for one, but it was like one o'clock at night. And I was like, uh, I don't want to lose. I'm too tired. So, uh, I didn't, I didn't go through with it. And I don't know how long it would take at one o'clock at night to do it. I guess they pair you up with NPCs if you, if nobody else plays. So I don't know how it quite works yet. Maybe next episode I will have some, uh, some information on open tournaments. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Uh, when I when I joined, it's the NPC and you queue up. I joined with a few actual people, and I think it was a few NPCs. Mm. I think they're marked. And they pair oh. you together. You have to walk up to uh, yeah. them. Yeah. That you just get automatically put on a table with it. Nice. Yeah. So like, I played a few real people, and then I think I played a few. Well, you played three. Would I think I in? played two real people. I got I post a second or third place. Uh, I think I played two real people in an NPC. 
I don't know. I could be misremembering. I, okay. I only did it once. Okay. I'll be brave next time and do it. Anyway. What's the worst thing that happens? You lose horribly and someone's like, Rubicon Vale sucks. Sucks at Triple Triad. Uh, but you get something if you get first place. So, I mean, it's yeah. worth uh, – it's definitely yeah. worth trying. Uh, uh, I'd like to get uh, the I, achievement I keep, or whatever. I keep wanting to put that on my weekly – things I do weekly list and I mm-hmm. never remember. Well, I it was it is one of those things where I was too scared because I play with against other people that I didn't know. Mm. That's you know why I did never do it. You need to make multiple weekly lists these days. There's so much shit to do. <laughs> Just quite a bit. Well, that's all I could fit into uh, my <laughs> my week. What did you do this past uh, couple of weeks? Well, I didn't play this week at all. This week, uh, I've been seduced by the power of Minecraft. I've started a server. 1.17 and been playing on that. Some of the free companies have been playing on it. My mom, my sister, my nephew, my son. But uh, in 14, I did quite a bit of Bosja and Zadnor that week. Uh, I was kidnapped and did an E4S mount farm, and nice. I don't know that fight at all. I, it's real hard for me, though, when I don't know the fight at all, and they're like, oh, just come. And I'm like, oh, they're trying to do call-outs and tell me what to do and i'm like i don't understand the words coming out of your mouth but we did farm enough and i got the mount um we were supposed uh, i was supposed to on saturday go to a learning slash clear for e9 that's the first floor of the current one right one two three four five six seven eight nine nine mm-hmm. so but i was too wore out from real life shit i i was go 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 thursday go 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 friday go 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 saturday go 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 and i was just done i'm really sad i didn't get to go and i'm hoping that they'll I, i'd like to farm up some accessories before the podcast i said something about i'd like to farm up some belts and accessories and ruby's like belts why and i'm like <laughs> yeah you're right mm-hmm. um i <laughs> I did get a response, my saga of the missing legacy titles. I am missing two legacy titles. I think they're the exact same ones you were missing previously. So the steps I had gone through was posted on the forum. They just moved my post, didn't even reply to it, moved it to not enough information. But on the same day, I went into the game and it had a send us this info. So I sent that info and I got a response back that says, okay. We're looking into it. We understand it's frustrating not having your titles. A, uh, a GM will contact you. Well, that's been like a week. So I hopefully they'll give me a... Honest to God, I don't really care, but I have this thing about if I earned it, I should have it. You know, I'll probably never use those two titles. Mm-hmm. But uh, so if, there have been a few times this week where I just logged in and turned off the music in-game and just like played something else so I would see or hear if a GM sent me a message. I don't know. I don't know how long to wait before resubmitting, you know. Yeah, I, I it know. took me at least two tries because I remember I got a yeah. negative response or a like, eh, you know, it's not something we handle. But that might have been my forum response. And then when I did yeah. it in-game, then, you know, it got a little better. So I I want to say it was between two to three tries before I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might just resubmit the the fill out this list of stuff i might just resubmit it because if i haven't been on i don't know how many times they're going to check for me and if i'm not on they just close my ticket i assume god knows at work you barely if they call you once and you don't pick up they close your ticket so (laughs) oh 
but that's but that's about it. I did not really play a ton of fourteen, so uh, I think I kind of again. I, I don't want to say I burned myself out, but I played a lot after that last after the last plat patch. I like played solid, and I had been playing even before it. So I think I kind of maybe I don't know. I don't know. Whatever I'm into for the moment, I'm into 100%. So I have trouble switching. <laughs> if I log into 14 right now, I'd probably play it for two weeks again. But. All right. And don't forget, listener, we have the Thirsty for Endwalker contest. Show us your thirst in any screenshot of your choosing, but keep it R-rated or under, please. Send us a screenshot with your character in it, showing us how thirsty you are. We'll pick one winner. The winner can receive a Fantasia, so they can swap to whatever they want to before Endwalker. Or your choice of Final Fantasy Four Minions, right at your Rosa. Contest ends July 15th, so you have a little time yet. We'll announce the winner on the following episode. Entries can be sent to us by Twitter at gtffxiv or you may send it by email at gtffxiv at gmail.com please give us a way to contact you back so you can get your prize so don't tweet at us but don't allow like PMs back because yeah we're not going to send your code in a public tweet and And it's it's my understanding before we move on it's my understanding that we may have some more Great contest oh. prizes on the way because we were gifted some prizes from a very generous friend, Bell Dandy. Thank you. Uh, that we may be giving away one of those. Uh, well, how do they? What do they call it? We, we've got we've got the fat black chocobo whistle. Mm. We got that. We can give away. Yeah. And the cocoper mount. Mm. Butterfinger. The That's the word. Butterfingers. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have to come up with something to give those away. Uh, we won't wait two years before we're announcing another contest. <laughs> this this vast tuned. wasteland may just have to have contests to keep us going. That's true. And join this contest. Get in this contest. Yeah. We need more entries. So come on. Show us how thirsty you are. All right, then. Bought us around. We did have a donation, uh, a patron. Uh, Drill, thank you so much. For your donation yes thank you awesome <laughs> helps pay for the stuff i don't like to beg for money but it, it, it helps pay there are costs so it's nice to, i'm not trying to make a living here but uh but it's nice to offset some of the expenses very so thank true you. thank you all right the first round is news watch the latest episode of duty commenced i i think i i was gonna tune in but i was i was in Bosnia or something and I, I did not have a chance, but they I know they fought the uh, Cloud Deck Extreme uh, Diamond. I know right. that. With this, I don't know what else they might have done. Uh, sure they, they looked at the, uh, the art contest entries, uh-huh. all of that stuff at the end. That's actually the part I tuned in for. I think I did like a half work from home. But we got this weird stuff at work where we're doing like flex days. And I think I did like a half day or something that day. And so... I think we were just kind of going through Twitch. It happened to be on. It was like 3 o'clock or something. And I caught um, this this little tidbit here, and it was neat. I, I got to see the art stuff. Actually, when I was putting the note, together the notes, I was like, haven't we covered the art stuff? I was like, oh, no. I saw it in the duty commence. That's where I, oh, I saw okay. those art entries. But, yeah, it, I mean it was good. I think they're all still remote, I think, uh, because they're not in the same studio. But then also it helps when they – when they stream, um, 
you know, somebody's doing the, the streaming. And I think it's Aya who uh, predominantly does the streaming, although all of them play um, and they're they're all part of the content there. So anyway, and I don't know if any of what I just said is true. I made that – I made all of that up. So <laughs> as in I don't know if they're in the studio or not. I don't know oh, okay. if they are actually in the stu- – they may be in the studio and the way their setup is – that it looks only like Aya running it, but it's possible that I have no earthly idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> we, ne- we never claim to be correct. We, That's we right. hope to be entertaining. Just entertaining, <laughs> yeah. All right, then we have patch 5.57 notes. Uh, this was not the world's largest patch, but it did some stuff that we hoped and uh, mm-hmm. really kind of made the vast wasteland a little bit more farmable. Um, one of them was, uh, the fairly expected Eden's Promise Savage. Uh, there's, there's no weekly lockout now. You can queue up for any floor. There's going to be two treasure coffers every time, every time you can now get echo, uh, up to 10%. So, uh, that, that's really what triggered our Saturday, uh, event was, was this change here. Mm-hmm. We, we try to get these, those experienced people to help, uh, Help help the rest of us get our eye levels up a little bit, and we can learn some stuff we've been previously too scared to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added the tower at Peregrine's Breach to Duty Relight Alliance. They made some adjustments to the Bajan Southern Front. Uh, this one was necessary. Di- How do you say that name? Dayunubu? Dayunubu? Uh, Whatever. He's that asshole who's the field notes... I I took forever to find. Right. Uh, they they've added his field notes or her. I can't remember now. To brought to heal and no care. Ah, uh, you allowed. got it pre-nerf. Yeah, your, I did. Your I mount's can... better than everyone else's. You got it pre-nerf. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel the way I feel about every time they ease something after I've got it as well. I know I had it first. I I know I did it during the hard difficulty, so I'm not really bothered. And it was brutal. This change. Yeah, there's people. Uh-huh. Who are like fucking finally? I, I, it's someone's like, can you link it so the rest of us get hope? That kind of thing. Um, treasure chests that appear after freeing hostages during the critical engagement uh, uh, (CLL) will now have more forgotten fragments. That's good. Those were pretty rare, and uh, hopefully that will mean people will use more of their forgotten fragments and actually, you know, not be. Terrible people not using actions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be good. <laughs> Look, I, I'm a scrub at this content. I, I'm I'm still back in uh, high dados, but uh, I, uh, I I I know what's happening in here because I I drink my potions. I do it when I go in here. My little skirmisher one. Even if you do just something, you know. I mean, there's even well, the, the little trash ones are worth something. Well, people are worried about like it takes too much to get deep whatevers of whatever, and I'm like, you don't need those. I'm like, you just do something. Well, it's my understanding now, and after talking to some people, it's actually a lot easier for me to get, like, my Aether Weavers than it is for the DPS to get, like, even a halfway decent damage-dealing one. Mm. So, but still, it's like, if you have the time to run the content, try to, or or trade with someone. Maybe you got someone, maybe you got a, a healer friend who doesn't need all their fragments. I've actually capped out on, like, some of the ones that are, like, mostly tanking and stuff. I'm like... Man, if I, I, I should really make a deal with someone and swap. 
yeah. fragments are more leaning toward. I don't know. I don't know what the answer would be, but this would hopefully help, I would think. Yeah, um, uh, along that point, I've heard people say, why don't you just sell the ones that you don't like and then buy the ones on the auction house? It's just, you know, make some money and then buy the ones that you need. It's just a lot of energy is wasted on complaining about using a potion or whatever than just figuring out a way to just get the potion and go. But who am I? Well, and, well, and dear God, if, if if nothing else, I try to join the party finders where they're doing a full alliance and I have better luck, but you still once in a while I get someone gets called out for Bob's not using the potion and we said something about it and, you know, maybe they shouldn't be allowed. Mm-hmm. Report them. I don't know about that, but <laughs> could we not get him in the party anymore? Yeah. Also, that to ease that issue, the number of Bajan clusters required in exchange for the following items from the Resistance Quartermaster have been reduced from three to one. So fragments of clarity, contention, finesse, fortitude, and divinity. Hey. So you can get three, you know, and cluster farms are there, right? Yep. There are cluster farms. Also, just a shout, anyone cluster farming, you know. And then the number of time-worn artifacts upon completing Delebrin Del- Regane has been increased from 3-1. This one made me actually start working on a relic again. Because yeah. that, just getting one every time, 15 clears, that was just like, no, not mm-hmm. worth it. Especially for alt weapons, right? I've already gotten three, yeah. two or th- I don't remember. I've gotten a few. Now it's just like, well, for lesser cared about ones... And I don't, I don't even know why I'm getting right. them. Probably just for something to do. Well, there's a time sink cost, and there's a breaking point where you're like, I'm probably never going to play my dragoon. So you know, why, why would it? Yeah, it's pretty, but I'm probably not going to get it. Meanwhile, I, you know, Mr. Happy tweeted, and he's probably got them all by now. But you know, he was like, one cast room, one something, or one something away from getting all of uh, all of my records, rec- relics completed. So you know. Oh, it's nice. it's not hard to do. It's not very difficult to do. It's just time consuming. Uh, it's just time right? consuming, yeah. but now it's less time consuming. And it was a real bottleneck, and we were really surprised they hadn't eased it already. But especially since the last step is whatever, right? The repeatable very last step is is kind of whatever. It's it's no big deal. Mm. Uh, the field record entry of Fran has been adjusted. And the weekly limitation on elegant tombstones of Revelation has been increased from 450 to 900. So that also will help you get higher eye level more quickly in preparation for 6.0. There you go. I saw a call out on the forums that said, hey, can we do something to get the number of poetics increased? It would be nice to do that. You know, can we get those to like 4,000? Since everything is bought with poetics, is there a way to get the pool larger? I don't know. I, I, I feel like Yoshida has said something before, but it's difficult to do that. But they've made strides with the way that they've reduced inventory okay. counts and things. So maybe they can well, even if that Even again. if you couldn't do it at first, right? Let's say like you didn't want to let them do it at first. But like maybe when you hit 60, it opens. I don't know. There's yeah, no sure. Reason, really. Or a gobby bag quest to unlock a certain oh number. Oh, my God. I was thinking about limit break quests, gobby yeah. bag quests, and I was thinking about... Uh, fighting Matt the other night. I was like laying in bed thinking about Final Fantasy XI for some reason. Yeah. Well, I'm in, you know, in Eureka, you've got these 1% drops or whatever to like level up your um, your Magia board. And I don't know how many mm-hmm. people even do that 
to to any degree, but like you know, you can get up to six. I or have seven. like two items, and and somebody was going to send me two, but I don't think I ever saw Bell Danny. Yeah. So but yeah, he wanted to go in and like get me so I could have six, whatever <clears throat> it is. Yeah, which would be really nice in there. I'd love to get it myself. So hopefully on these pyros runs, I may get super duper lucky because I don't want to drop like two mil or whatever it is for them. I haven't looked at the market yeah. board on those lately, but you know, just something that gives you like a longer lasting effect. Although it kind of blows that you know once once I get my once BA clear or whatever, I probably won't care about it anymore. So, um, but something that would maybe give you a lasting. Uh, something and I think you know a, a, a limit break quest to get more poetics could be one way. And then again, people say yeah. like that's such two point bullshit. We don't need that that kind of bottlenecking or. I don't make know. You do I know people who something. are dying for poetics all the time because they're going back and doing all the old relics, mostly because of yeah, that. yeah. It'd be nice. My two cents. All right. Uh, let's see. They added the visit another world server option to the sub command menu on the character selection screen, allowing you to log in to another world. I haven't tried this. I don't change worlds very often yet. Yeah, me either. Yeah. It's nice, though, that you could just instead of like logging in, not that it's hard, but logging in, teleporting to a crystal and then logging into another server. <clears throat> you know, it doesn't hurt. No. I mean, it's good for checking market board prices. My that's wife true. does it. She goes around yeah. looking at all the market board price where she buys something. It gets it makes deals. I mean, that's how you make money. You got to spend time to make money. So I'm just yeah. like buy the buy the shit. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't care how much it costs. Just get it. I guess it depends. But yeah, like I should have shopped around. There's a couple of bunny box mounts I didn't have. Mm. I had some, but not another one or whatever. And I, I finally just went and fucking bought it. And I probably should have shopped around first. Uh, quest completion can now be confirmed via the character profi- profile page of the Lodestone. People go to the Lodestone? Uh, yeah, anyway. I, guess, <laughs> I guess if you're going to stalk people on... Uh, never mind. Yeah. I don't know. There was that forum so, post where the guy said he was being oh, stalked by his Lodestone profile. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't, I don't know how you get stalked by that. I mean, I suppose I could find what's... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what, how... Which they of the 12 just, do you serve? But, the, but they never really described, did they, the the actual essence of the stockings? No, they somehow they got the ire of a pretty aggressive forum website and had oh, a 138-page yeah. right. forum post about them on yeah. said website. I think, I, I think wasn't that it decided you probably yeah. had to do something Dug to get their that, own hole in some know. regard. Yeah, something like I that. don't know. Oh, official forums. Never change. There, it's it's really something. It's pretty entertaining some days, and and those I get wound up too because I fall for the I fall for the bait every time. Oh, MPK get you or um, Titan Men? Titan Men usually Titan Men. Mm-hmm. 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 But anyway, so you can now stock and look to see the quest history and date of completion. Oh, but it's only for you. It can't be seen by other users. Hmm. Okay. Oh, sorry, can't stock. No. My bad. Uh, there's a bunch of resolved issues now. Not not many of them seem very interesting. One of them I had seen reported was the flower shower emote did not display when used by a female Elizan, female Roe, and Rothgar under certain conditions. That was wow. interesting. More Rothgar hate. Come on, Yoshida, mm-hmm. get this shit right. All right, that was it. Now, none of those seemed super impactful. None of them were like adding content, but it really did get a lot of people in 
working on the reinvigorated people, I think, to work on their relics. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I saw a lot of uh, I saw a lot of responses from people saying they were getting ready to do the relics again, and then I just seen on Twitter people posting their new relics, and it's just every day I see somebody else get a new mm-hmm. relic. I see I see some people with their other fourth alt relic, and I'm like, okay, you you do you go <laughs> all the alts. I have thought I about going in and getting like relic. an alt, an alt for like a relic for like an alt character, but I have I don't have the energy for that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right, presenting the full list of Digital Fan Festival 2021 art contest entries. Uh, there, there's a lot of them, I guess. Let's go through each one. No, I, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm no, kidding. No, no, no. but it, this is. We looked at the site before, didn't we? I think we, so. I think I think one physical, was like physical handcrafted, and mm-hmm. you can pull, pull up cute. And yeah, there's the great serpent of Ranka. I, I think, think they were giving us before the uh, a smaller when, pool oh, of entries. This is full, okay. Yeah, and now we're getting the full list of entries. They had pared it down to like the final, the final ones, and now we're getting. Uh, all more. the entries. All okay. the entries. Okay. Finalists and, there, and there the were entries. a lot. There were a lot of entries. Yeah, now that I'm clicking entries, yeah, there is – there's a lot here. So, so find many. yours. <laughs> if you did some – not you specifically. If you did one, no, you can find yours as well. Not. But uh, uh, if not and you you did do one, listener, go find yourself in here. Let us know which one you did if you're a listener and – you want us to give you a shout out of your art? Yeah, we don't mind helping brag. Yeah, yeah. Very interested to hear what our listeners are up to. Uh, presenting the glamour to life entries. This was part of the Digital Fan Festival 2021 special site, and it's again a similar, similar uh, site, uh, except mm-hmm. for it's, it doesn't have the, the different things. Well, we have a, we have a Amartine. No, it's it's written in Japanese, so I can't read it. But it, they do have a shoe bill. Some of these I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, for the most part I do. I uh, some of them I don't. I think you've clicked ahead of me. Let me let me click. Ahead. I didn't understand the glasses, but I, I couldn't read the the text. Um, okay. Hestia to oh, come and join me. Oh, okay. Hestia. Okay. We have some good Alizés and Alphanos and White Mage. Pure white salt. <laughs> oh, a nice face painting with Rothgar, and he's eating bread. He's come cute bunny girls. Yeah, these are great. Uh, oh, a Titania. Stola. I gotcha. I'm seeing some in here that are like, that are entries. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yes. They're they entries. entries. Some Hades and some Azim. Oh, we got a nice bard. People are so creative. Oh, oh my. He hot, though. Oh, yeah. Innocence is kind of hot, though. Oh, yeah. If it's the one I'm thinking of, there's a uh, there's a very delicious innocence um, in here. I have not found that one yet, but I'm on the hunt. Yeah, very nice uh, outfit to begin with. And then the uh, setting was, was very, very nice. Oh, yeah. Very good entries. A snurble. People have done the snurble a few times, I think. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these were like just, I, I don't remember what the rules were, but it's like use even whatever you got at home. So some of them sure. are like obviously just like tossed together for fun. I think that's good. 
That's, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Toss together for fun. And others are like serious time and money was used in the uh-huh. creation of this entry. Like near professional like, level. I, I like both of them for different kinds for different reasons. Hell, the Mandragora Queen is just paper and, and markers, but she's but it's cute. Mm-hmm. Chocobo Porter. I've seen that before. Very nice. The, the creativity. Yeah. A lot of Estinians. There's a lot of Estinian love. A lot of Estinians, a lot of Amaratines. Um, you know, a lot of love out there. Oh, the Halloween costume where the ghost with the little pumpkin on his head. <laughs> that, that one's, one's pretty adorable. good. Adorable. So some good oh, alphanos. Yeah. Oh, we got a good Nanamo and a good Menphilia. We got some Hildebrands. Hildebrand, God, I hope it comes back in the next patch. We need some there Hildy. Were, the, there were some hints of Hildy. I never saw him in the instance, right? That one dungeon at the one spot, apparently you can see Hildebrand. Yeah, his kind of shadow. He kind of looks like he's got stealth on or something. Yeah, he's just it's, kind of it's, there. yeah one of the shades or whatever. I, I've never been able to see him. Hmm. Well, I've never seen Edda in the rain. In uh, uh, I used to run over Redania. to I used to run over to the wood woodcraft guy carpenter guild mm-hmm. all the time because I know where she beaten yeah oh he's fantastic um mm-hmm. but yeah I've gone over there all the time because I'm like when it's raining you know between one and two or whatever and I've never seen her yeah. someday someday all right announcing the Final Fantasy fourteen and Twitch collaborative campaign. On the surface, this sounded like a really neat idea. Yeah. So from today, whatever day it was that this was posted, six twenty-four until August twenty-four, so quite a long time. Support your favorite content creators, and you can receive deluxe Heaven Crackers and the Fat Black Chocobo Mount. Now, the Fat Black Chocobo Mount was something I already have one. I don't know if remember was it was it the Amazon promotion. It's it, but it's some people might already have this mount. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it was an Amazon promotion. Yeah. yeah. So the campaign durations from Thursday, June 24th to Tuesday, August 24th. And log into your Twitch account. If necessary, create one. Uh, and visit one of the eligible Twitch channels listed below. While the channel is streaming Final Fantasy XIV online, so that streamer has to be streaming fourteen. gift one or a communicative... Cumu- I've been drinking wine. Total of four subscriptions to earn rewards. Subscriptions gifted anonymously do not count. And uh, so I think, do you have to do four to get the chocobo? Anyway, yeah, the full I think so. list. The full list of eligible Twitch channels. There's quite a few on here. Um, English. There's some French. Some German. I'll finish one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rewards are one Twitch. Okay, so you get Heaven's Crackers. And for four, you get a bl- fat black chocobo whistle. Right. All right. And you get a code. I, and I think, you know, I, I initially I just kind of scrolled down this list. And I don't watch Twitch streamers. I have AFK'd and muted and put on the lowest thing, like for rust tw- drops and, and other mm-hmm. things for sure. Twitch streamers. But, yeah, but, I, but some of these actually, like Mioni, I've actually watched their videos quite a few times right Uh, you know i've met mr happy you know we we, i've watched zeppla Mm -hmm. but i don't usually watch streamers but anyway i didn't even think anything of of this until oh yeah i think i know who that is i i didn't really 
think anything of it until people started analyzing the list and how there's not a wide amount of like diversity. Yeah. Uh, both in, you know, just diversity. I, I know people who specifically were calling out there weren't people of color. I heard people calling out that there's like none of the smaller Twitch streamers are represented. Mm-hmm. You know, just like some people who have, uh, I don't know, somebody was saying that there's no, no one with like, you know, there's like, like one that has a similar handicap to her. But other than that, there's just not a lot of diversity mm-hmm. and, uh, that, you know the the community is right. I I didn't notice it. This was I had a blind spot, but they're right though. You mm-hmm. know they, they should have you know maybe dug a little deeper and spread a little wider for to, for a little bit of more representation, both in just popularity to begin with. You know somebody some intern probably pulled up the top thirty and just went down the line and picked them or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not an ex- it's not an excuse or whatever, but I can the see algorithm. where the algorithm. I can right. see where they just like didn't even pay any attention. They're like, "Oh, these, you know." And I had heard stories of some people who had later found that they hadn't been invited, but the mail went to their uh spam filter and they missed it. You know, once they saw this announced, they're like, "Oh, why didn't I get invited?" Well, they had. You know, there's ah. so there's I I've heard of that kind of thing. I don't know anything, you know, firsthand, but I mean, it's, it's, well, and on top of it, it's, exp- it, it's kind of expensive for Twitch subscriptions. What does somebody say? It's like, is that like 20 bucks? Mm-hmm. So it's like buying a mount on the mock station, which is, I guess, maybe okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What, what did, what did you hear? What did you think? Uh, similar beginning thought process, but my, my anger rose the more I thought about this, uh, for several reasons. Um, but to start, yeah, I had a similar, I, I guess I would say a similar blind spot, although I didn't analyze the list. I think I started seeing the pushback before I realized there was a campaign. I think I might've saw one or two. People on Twitter that were going like super excited to be part of this collaboration. And then I started seeing some backlash. Um, Initially, uh, after I saw that, I went to this list and I looked. And I also think this was a day I was at home because I had a a very deep discussion with my wife about this. She got me on Twitch. Like I did not watch Twitch. I watched Justin TV back in the day, but I didn't watch (laughs) – Twitch, um, and she really turned me on to uh, some great streamers like Lyric. Um, and so through watching that, I, I was like, oh, I recognize it me, JP. He's a huge streamer. He's big. He plays Final Fantasy fourteen one one day a month. And it was like, oh, <laughs> that ain't a big time 14. It's just he's big. So mm. we we initially were seeing some stuff just went into discussion with my wife about the big streamers gobbling up a lot of the action when they are not dedicated 14 streamers day in day yeah. out. Now I will say this, yeah. JP is very positive about 14. So I'm not trying to that nothing I say here is a bash against any one of these people. Everybody that's on this list deserve their slot based on their notoriety or 
their um, their communication back with the team or, or well likedness or their dedication to their channel, whatever. For some it's reason, it's not so much they about vetted. who's on the list; it's about who's, who's not on not the list. on the list. Yeah. Very, very true. So we were like, okay, so big streamers, but they don't stream fourteen all the time. So what about mm-hmm. the people who are smaller that stream fourteen all the time? Um, how about the streamers that stream right alongside some of the people who are on this list? Like, I see, I see Happy and Asher, and I don't see Sly. I was gonna say I don't see the streamer I actually have hugged multiple times in real life. The, okay, the streamer <laughs> that I watch of the three is of Sly. Them. So yeah. you know we go to you know the the, the Velvet Room pretty often. He, mm. he does the awesome concerts and the DJ and all the good stuff. So it's like why why is it what's the blind spot there that like what. That's where I said the algorithm earlier because when you were talking, I thought, you know, yeah, it could be the intern was just doing a metric and pulling for the list of the last 90 to 180 days who the top 10 streamers were. And then we put it in a list and the we picked the top 100 or something like that. And I don't know how they came up with it. I'm sure there's a formula, a mathematical thing that doesn't take people into concern, that doesn't take – the community into concern. I don't know if that's what's the case. I don't know who did the choosing. I don't know whatever. But there, there's something needs to be addressed. I think in that regard, if the the who or what did the choosing for this, you know, why there was a blind spot there. Also, a lot of these people, if it was in their inbox, there's multiple ways to get a hold of these streamers. I mean, you mm-hmm. they want your ad revenue or whatever. And I want to talk about that in a second too. So there's gonna there's a bunch of ways that you can get a hold of these streamers. So I mentioned um, my ire rose as I thought about this more, and I thought about those that were left off of the list. And then I had the thought. I put this in our Discord. The whole point of this is to gift subs- subscriptions. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the past, when I when my my wife plays a lot of Overwatch. And she gets these drops, and you got to park on a channel. I know there've been changes mm-hmm. lately. We got to refresh the screen, or you got to you know mark that you're still there, or whatever. But it's still you just park and you watch a streamer. It's in my second monitor. That's how you I you know. Do it. Yeah, I guess yeah. they get ad revenue from you watching it or whatever. It's a partnership, what have you. But I'm like four four gifted subs. What's the revenue on that? Where's the split? Who gets what money? Mm-hmm. And this is where Ruby's going to just talk out of turn. Because I start thinking, <laughs> if a list of 50 preferred streamers are getting extra revenue that other streamers don't get because this is the method that they want, and especially the more popular you are, the more likely people are going to lean on that channel for ad revenue. Do you think that JP needs a lion's share of the revenue out of this when he's already such a huge streamer as is. This, again, I'm not taking away from JP. He deserves everything he gets because of the great work that he does, and he wouldn't have been chosen for this if not. But from an objective speaking, do you think that the lion's share should go to somebody? And now somebody's probably going, Ruby, they don't get none of that money. What you're saying is bullshit. Well, if that's the case, then what I'm saying is bullshit. But if you can imagine that they were getting money or extra ad revenue because that they would become a quote-unquote preferred streamer for this for this incentive, 
I just, I start getting a little icky feeling that, you know, somebody who's struggling, they're hustling, they're trying to build a thing, they could have gotten some ad revenue, somebody could have said, hey, go to go to Ruby's stream, he's got, he's partner, he's just starting up his 20, I don't have a stream, go to his Twitch channel, da 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 and, and help him out, and, you know, to see an extra 50 bucks or something come through, that might be a game changer. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much about this, but just something don't sit right with me in the whole grand scheme of it, and I just think it was boffed on the corporate level. I don't know if it was Twitch boffed it, but I think it's Square Enix that boffed it. Um, I just, I just, I don't know how I feel about this. And my whole Twitter comment when all this dropped was, I I don't have anything constructive to say about this. Meaning, I was taking the thumper path. I didn't know anything that was good about this that I wanted to say other than congratulations. But again, you know, when you congratulate, it's in it kind of a, it's kind of tone deaf to congratulate people when so many people just got missed in this. So, but you I know, do congratulate. Like I said, I, have a, I had a blind spot too. I'm I'm a straight white chick, and I'm sorry, but I missed it. Yeah. But I also now agree that not once it was brought to my attention, I'm like, you know, okay, yeah, a big streamer doesn't really owe a little streamer anything, but I would prefer that they lift up, uh, you know, especially, you know, a smaller streamer that mostly streams 14. I would rather see them get this than someone who, you know, 12 more people coming into their channel to get a chocobo isn't going to make or break it, but some of the smaller streamers, I mean, could be real gems. I, this should be being used to find new 14 streamers, or in my been, opinion. Yeah. Ubiquitous. It should have been where anybody who was streaming this, or the, an application process. You know, you want to get in on this, apply that your stream can do this, yeah. and then, you know, if you're, if you're whatever, we'll approve you, as long as they're streaming the thing, and we can... Maybe it was too hard for them to prove. I don't know. Yeah. I just – some don't sit right with me. It didn't sit right with a lot of people initially. It's been over a week, so I'm wondering if the sentiment is the same. I'd be happy to be proven wrong if somebody says, here's the breakdown. These people don't get any extra money or any more than they would have got from somebody sitting through some ad revenue watching a drop stream. Mm -hmm. um, sure, great. Then I, I'm less angry other than the fact that – I know of some good people that should have been on this list. Now, my that only is my initial, rant. my only initial thought was purely if some if some if someone what did I put on the floor or the our our Discord? I'm like, you know, Mister Happy doesn't need my ad revenue. Well, maybe he does, but I I I put down if anybody's got knowledge of anyone on this list that's a smaller streamer, I was going to go to them. That's mm -hmm. all, really. I really wanted to support a smaller streamer versus a bigger one. But, you know, the the pool of streamers is just not that super diverse to begin with. So that's that's too bad. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, well, when we haven't heard anything back, I, I usually, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if in a f another week we get a, you know, official forum that posts that apologizes for whatever and sure. talks about their... Um, you know, they, they, you know, at least if they didn't fix it right now, right, even if they weren't going to change it, if they could tell us in the future, we're going to look at more variables in choosing streamers for this or, or, or a different way of selection, I would, I would be fine. But they, they, they kind of, they kind of fucked this one. They kind of. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Now they're going to sell us stuff. Death unto, Dawn, in, Death unto Dawn. Final Fantasy XIV original soundtrack is coming September 15th. It's uh, 84 songs from Fat Patch 5. Point whatever from Patch 5.1 Vows of Virtue, Deeds of Cruelty through Patch 5.5 Death Unto Dawn. Hold on, my so, site's loading. It's like <laughs> it's like my space. That's okay, I'll just you. sneeze at you. I'll just sneeze at you until it loads. Alright. I don't know. Okay. Do we get a minion? That's all I ever care about. Did they stop doing that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they stopped to, doing let that. Let me go to purchase day. here. I do like owning the music, though. Oh, I do, um, too. I have them all. I think I still need to buy Shadowbringers, so I may order that at the same time I get this one. Those are the only two physical of the numbered patch things that I, I don't have. I don't buy all the Primal stuff, although I think I do have every Primal's one. I definitely don't have all the piano uh, ones. I have them digitally, but not not hard mm. copy. So um, I buy all the music. Uh, but most of the time I will get the physical for the, because I just like have them on the shelf. Mm -hmm. I think the colors look good. There's a different color for each one of them. Um, I like the artwork on on them. Mm -hmm. And so I have them on the shelf. I got a few of them signed, so that's cool too. But it's just, it just looks really nice. So I like physical. Yeah. Oh, it looks like it does. It says it has a, it says it has an in-game something. Now I have to double check if I already bought ordered it when I saw it come out because I, I I've almost ordered two of a couple of things because it's like oh but I don't I don't know what the it, it didn't say what the in game item was it says there is a physical uh, thing in in some sort of sleeve but the music from this expansion has been really good I mean this oh, is yeah. like yeah, a, a lot of good interesting stuff. You know, Yorha and all the God Save the Queen stuff is really, really good. All right. Then we have the seventh 14-hour broadcast schedule and guest details. I'm actually kind of looking forward to this. It's usually just fun, right? Oh, yeah. And and there's not usually too much groundbreaking stuff that comes out of it, but... um. You know, but it can be entertaining. And a lot of it, especially for people who don't speak Japanese, is you don't know what's going on anyway. Uh, a lot of times somebody in the uh, somebody in the community will try to do real-time uh, translations. Mm-hmm. But, all right, this is Friday, July 9th. And they also note that uh, there's preventative COVID-19 measures, so... All right, and it's at 6 p.m. PDT, and they're going to do an introduction at 6, then they're going to do a letter from the producer live, and then how do you like Heidelin, a live Q&A, Soken's play-by-play, our tales of adventure, and Haruki versus Yoshi P round 9. So, oh good, it's Yoko Taro from Yorha Dark Apocalypse is the... Yeah, I was, well, <clears throat> just looking through this, um, you know, I don't know if anybody's going to ride a mechanical bull for Atma this year. That was always fun. Um, it was Yoko- it was memorable. At least at yeah, least it was uh, memorable. We're still talking about it years later. We're still later. talking about it. Well, they, we're still talking about Atma Farms years later. Um, 
Yeah, Yokotaru. I the only comment I've got on this isn't even about him. I I had read sometime either today, yesterday, or the day before that the Final Fantasy twelve guy who was helping with the script, he says he's done doing fourteen stuff for now. It's it's you know, he's wrapped it all up and there won't be any more. And I heard cheers from people. I think it was on the official forums that were tired of the boring Final Fantasy twelve content. I blasphemy to some, maybe not to others. Um, Yokotaru here, you know, I'm happy to see him. It's funny that it's time to take a look back. And I'm kind of done taking a look back after this one. I'm, um, I'm gonna be real, real frank with you. I'm kind of, I'm kind of ready to, uh, Yokotaru out. I, go, uh, go make like, us, uh, go make go us make some other game. Go do something cool. I, I, yeah. I enjoy playing near, but I don't, I didn't enjoy it quite as much in 14. It's been good. See ya. <laughs> All right, and then how do you like Heidelin is in this gameplay segment, Captain Takeda and Gunisaka yeah. will be undertaking the challenge of learning blue magic. Come cheer the team on and, and team on and maybe even follow along and learn some blue magic yourself. Ooh. So that, that that sounds like that might be the goofy one, maybe. We'll sure. see. We'll see. And then live Q and A, it's gonna be Yoshi P. Answering questions posed live by players, so it's going to be a travesty, and we're going to ask about four times why we don't have blueberries. Right. Where's our eggy glamour? God, I hope that question is destroyed in 6.0 when they remove eggies. That's what I hope. <laughs> I I think we talked about this last time. I would be in favor of summoners and scholars just summoning mm-hmm. stuff. Well, maybe they leave the fairy, but mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, then Soken's play-by-play is... Insight and commentary as we take a closer look at the background music from Final Fantasy XIV. We're in for a wild but informative ride through some of your favorite tracks. So that's cool. Our Tales of Adventure is going to be big fans of fourteen. Hear them recount their tales and experiences as warriors of light, which you may find to be quite similar to your own. I don't know these people. They, but uh, uh, there's this... like six people that... Nishimura baby, baby looks like a comedian. I don't know. Tomaha Refuge. Uh, I don't know who these people are, but they must mean something to have big pictures like this. So if any of our listeners know who the hell these people are. But, but it, you know, if these are... I, I wonder if they're like famous or semi-famous people who play 14 and are talking about it. Or maybe they're just streamers or something. I don't know. All right. There's... Hiroki versus Yoshi P is just a ride, a wide range of topics. So, mm-hmm. I like okay. his picture here next to this. Next to the Sphinx or the Pharaoh. That's yeah, because he's like he's yeah. got the same profile. That's what he's, he's going got, for. You see, got the same, yeah. got the same smile. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Very nice. I'll at least tune in for the live letter, and I'll probably like um, browse the rest of the stuff maybe when it's over. All right, then quickly, let's just do, let's take some shots. And uh, the big one, all the community, and my hands are going big wide here, the official forums, other forums, all of YouTube videos about it, Discord chats are all about it, streamers are talking about it. The WoW train is rolling in, and what does that mean for Final Fantasy XIV? Well, this is like the second or third wave, but it's really by all means, it seems like it's the one that has like the most big time well popular streamers and stuff mm-hmm. with like large audiences and stuff and a lot of people are a lot of wow players are 
giving Final Fantasy XIV a try um, to different reactions. And then, of course, Final Fantasy XIV fans are now covering all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm seeing, too. Uh, you're right. There's been plenty of WoW refugees who have come over before. Uh, something happened with Shadowlands, if I'm saying the expansion right. I don't know a whole lot about WoW. I'm trying to learn more as I watch this kind of crossover thing happen right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. And... It seems to me, and 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 don't listen to me. Go watch people who actually know what they're talking about with WoW. But it seems to me that Shadowlands first patch or whatever, people are just sick of. I guess it's it's funny because we complain that fourteen doesn't have this at times. This endless grind. This um. Just doing for no reason, almost. And things, I guess things just feel empty. Um, I, I don't want to put words in people's mouths. Go listen to these big players who are giving things a shot. They will immediately say, I still love WoW, uh, but here's what's broken. And they will tell you exactly what they feel is broken. And it's about content I don't know anything about. It's about drops and grinds that I've never experienced, but they have and they see it. Uh, in fact, I didn't even put this in the notes. There was a video that came out uh, within the last two weeks by a very popular uh, WoW player or WoW content creator who makes these – you remember like the uh, the Newgrounds videos, Yelto, or it's just yeah. kind of that, that weird art style and it's – they almost look like little flash movies or whatever. Well, this <laughs> This guy makes these little movies like this, and this one, they're always about WoW, and it's something neat, and I think they're a little meta or something, but this one was about his experience with WoW, and it was him buying, like, just real quick, he goes through this timeline of how he, you know, he bought WoW, he um, played it with all his friends, and they came on, and everything was good, and it was happy, and then the population boomed, and da 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 and it just got good with each expansion, and then with the bringing of, I guess, cash shops and boosts and things of this nature you start to see in this comic that the cash starts handing and things get bigger but then nothing gets better and you start to see the first player kind of fall away and then some more content comes out and people put their cash on the table and more people start falling away and still it all falls away and he's left by himself and then classic wow comes out and everybody comes back to play again and then the cash starts going across the table again, and it's the same old, same old. And I, I think there's something in that that WoW players are feeling about that same old, same old, and they don't listen to the community. They're just pumping out content to pump out content, and they're not listening. So when they see things like, well, for one, there was a survey that went out, a WoW survey, and they asked, do you or anyone you know play Final Fantasy XIV, or are you, are you ready for Endwalker or something like that? You know, WoW players looked at that as, damn, y'all scared of fourteen at this point? You're actually asking oh, us, the community, wait, wait like, Way to, like, be like, go check this out almost, Like, right? you don't... You don't like wow. that other person, do you? Just like I'm just wondering. I like him. I don't you don't like, like, like him. You don't like, I like, like him. them, do you? Like so yeah. So that was kind of a thing. Um and then you know, you started seeing some people give it give it a shot and they said, "You know what? 
it ain't that bad. I think the biggest hurdle that I, I keep hearing these these WoW refugees say that their entry into 14, other than A Realm Reborn, we all know A Realm Reborn is a problem. Well, but, well A Realm Reborn, it's not, it, but it's, it, and again, it's an intentional problem, right? Well, true. They purposely They purposely made it slow and they made it easy and they made it gentle for brand new players. Yes. You know, and it's, and it's, people complain about the story and I'm like, it's not that bad. Well, it's, to, I mean, it's, but it's clunky and slow and whatever, but. There's some things that need clean and they did a good job, but it is, some, a, it's a, yeah. it is a slow grind, but you know, we haven't talked about this one yet in the next video, the Jesse Cox video that, that, that also has been going around. Um, the Jesse, Jesse Cox says he hated it, had quit, came back at one point and now post you know, once you get into Heaven's Word, it's smooth sailing, right? Everybody, everybody yeah, loves yeah. Heaven's Word, yeah. and everybody, you know, Stormblood is Stormblood, but it's not terrible. Um, is that without a Realm Reborn's context, you can't feel the rest of the story. You have to have that slow burn of what a Realm Reborn. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine us freeing people from um, their tempering? If, if we had not gone through skip, all of the yeah. Realm Reborn stuff, all of that shit's about the tempering, you know. Right. So, so there's a lot more to it than just that. But well, but in, uh, don't get me wrong. Wow made you fetch cheese fucking sandwiches too. Okay? That was commented people, on. People yeah. complain about the fetch quests and whatever, and I'm like, that is an MMO staple. Yes, some skip past it, but I have played Wow, and I actually, I, but. To be fair, I'm biased. I actually love early game. I actually don't mind fetch quests. Fetch quests for me, it's kind of fun to run around and figure out how fast and how sure. you know whatever I can do them. But it, it's story and questing ain't all that either. Well, yes, and the the lore doesn't really back up the fetch quests. And I also heard comments like, "Well, in fourteen, they make you fetch five and not one hundred of an item." So you know, there's that in comparison to WoW, but. You know, back on the refugee and why there, there's something fundamentally wrong with the way WoW is listening to its player base, and they see Yoshi P come out on stage dressed like a reaper. The fans cheer for him; they love him. He listens to the audience. He cries for Soak, and people love him. The stories they start going back and re watching the documentaries, the the no clip documentary about the 1.0 and stuff. Do you know in that one clip documentary at the end of the first part when they introduce Yoshi P, or maybe the beginning of the second part, he tells the story of when he introduced himself as the producer mm -hmm. and said, "We're going to work another year on this." And we're going to do it right. We're going to get it going. And people looked at him like he was crazy. And one man in the audience came out and said, I'm with you, boss. And it was soaking. And he tells that story in that documentary that's, what, two years old or three years old now. And he told that story again when he when he talked about soaking and his cancer diagnosis. Listen, there's something that resonates in 14 it's the hard work, the dedication, the trust that we've put in Yoshi P for it to come through. Um, we we will follow that man through fire, through the eighth umbral calamity. We don't care. And that's something that WoW players are like, holy shit, we want to fly under that banner. You know, or at least for our game. They're not abandoning WoW, but they're saying we want some of that magic that you guys have we're just afraid you're all a bunch of, uh, well, weeaboos. Sorry. Gotta say the word. 
That's that's really <laughs> well, yeah. Well, people the high about, barrier. Like, well, so, and people complain about like the anime style. To me, it doesn't even look that anime. It doesn't look but, anime to me either. But, Maybe um, I'm so used to it. But, but like you know, I mean, wall graphics are very different. They're very cartoony and bright. You know, it looks like Toontown. But um, oh sure, you know, yeah. But there's there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't, I you know, people who are like, I don't like the the graphic style, and I'm like, that's a taste thing. But why don't you, you know, download the the um, fuck, my brain shut off. Mm. Mommy Yelta's getting old. Just you know, try try the free trial. Right. See if see if it really Critically feels. Acclaimed. If, yes. Well, some people hate cat girls, right? You can't, that's, get and that's them. what it is. Yeah. That's what they say. I see cat You're just girls. Biased about cat girls, and you guys are just fetishists. You guys have a bunch of Final Fantasy fourteen or a bunch of, fet- and it's actually kind of true if you really like. Dig they're into not these whacking off to blood elves. Come on. Well, they. May, I'm sure they are. That was the whole point, right? The Torin are just super fucking sexy to me. I should go play. Uh, wow. No, I, I honestly, there's there's something to. Um, to that, but I think it also goes, goes with, you know, the player base and type of thing it attracts. And this is going back to Jesse Cox's statement that I said at the earlier part of the podcast in his video is that WoW is an MMORPG. It's MMO first and then an RPG. There's, there's a story. It's gotten better as it goes. There's kind of a story, but you really in the beginning, it it was not, you didn't play WoW for the story. You played WoW so you could kill people. Well, in and the I PvP do, you, world. do you remember my rant about WoW and about I was doing part of the story mm-hmm. and it was echoing uh, Warcraft three storyline and I was just about I was like losing my fucking mind with one of my friends who's playing mm-hmm. with me and he'd done the dungeon ten times or whatever and I'm like oh my god this is when blah 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 happens and the plague and blah 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 blah, blah. and he's like what. He's, he played it through all the time, and he had no idea that there's, like, a big, deep lore reason yeah. from another game. You know, I mean, there, there's lore in there, but they bury it so deep. Well, yeah, World of Warcraft is, like, what, Worldcraft 4, I guess? I mean, it's, you know, there was Worldcraft, Warcraft, Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3, and the World of Warcraft carried on those storylines, but... It didn't seem to me that anybody cared about that either. You never talk about it. nowadays. You do because there's books and there's lore books and there's uh, and we have some of those even in my home here uh, that, that we 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 have WoW lore and I have the Final Fantasy lore books too. But those are addendums to what's already in the game. If I wanted to right. get a sneak bits, peek, but it's not going to explain to you. Into you how already know it. Alizé and Alphino's father, well, I knew who he was five years ago because of a lore book, but I didn't really know, no, no, you know, till now. So, But it wasn't pivotal to the in-game stuff, whereas some of the WoW stuff is if you care about it. You don't have to know it. So what Jesse Cox was saying, it's MMORPG, whereas 14 is an RPG MMO. Yoshida has made that abundantly clear that... He really wants you to experience the story, and that's what I was saying with you can run old content undersized and finally see some stuff. You can um, – what, what, what else is – You can is, do is New Game Plus. New you Game can, Plus. You can There's, easily roll a new character. I've run you know, multiple characters through the storyline. It's not that time-consuming. No. Okay, it's and, a little time-consuming, he, but if you play an MMO – 
You know, and that's why story is no longer locked behind certain content, you know, at least major story aspects. It's it's all about the story. And we've even seen with the addition of the trust system, even though that is an, an easing uh, of, of ways that people can make groups and, and get, get on with the, the content. It very it much also, lets you solo it, but it also – yeah, lets it you also get serves. in there, and it also has more storytelling in it. Of a storytelling I, unit, you yeah. know. I, I've actually said that I'm going to start. Well, I have start doing the dungeon the first, the new dungeons the first time with the trust, just because it they say things and they do things, and it kind of means a little more. I don't like, and that's just me. I don't like the you know turning hard on the solo ability of things, but. I can accept it for the story. Absolutely. I think it just helps tell a continuous story. I know there are there are aspects that you and I both don't like about the trust system and about some of the comments Yoshida has made in the past about treating people like NPCs and just, you know, just kind of go with it where you just get this read between the lines that if 14 was a solo game, okay. Okay. And I get that in the sense where, you know, I have a child, I kind of sometimes I just want to do stuff by myself, whatever else, or I should be able to experience a numbered for a numbered Final Fantasy story in entirety without being held back. I can't do that with Dragon Quest, although soon they're making a Dragon Quest X offline mode. And who's over that division? <gasps> Yoshida. So it all makes sense uh... to me that single player MMO is kind of the way that at least Square Enix wants to do things in the future. They want the story to be the forefront, everybody to be able to experience the main story aspects and have a a complete story, not the DLC, I suppose, but a complete story there that is not, uh, that is not stopped. Not dependent on finding. Yeah. Not dependent on finding three to seven other people. Correct. You know, 24. Thank you. My brain was about to shut off. Thank you for saving my, my <laughs> statement there. I, and too, I get am it. getting old. Well, and, and as someone who does accept these, MSQ comes first. You know, you, you can't you can't solo everything in the game, but I, I don't really mind if the MSQ is basically soloable. But, you know, the other, the other rides, you do have to play with other people. True. But it's not that hard. I'm doing the Eureka ride, and it's not that hard by myself not super hard so yeah i just think that this game is not that difficult and there's there's it is difficult in the little aspects that it's difficult but i'm also hearing the sentiment that the wow players like that it doesn't feel like a forever grind they seem to be okay with the sense that you can turn it off and it's not a forever thing, but there's well, enough they, stuff to do that it feels varied. So. I I feel like they haven't caught, they haven't experienced from what the videos and articles and whatever from WoW players. I think WoW must not do the catch up mechanics like do, we do. No, they do. They not. do the boosts that you buy, but fourteen very much, and this is for years and years now. When something is outdated, it is and, and only barely outdated, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The people in our free company just cleared the last Eden Savage, just in the last couple weeks. It's now nerfed. Yeah. Right? So, you know, I, I cleared Alexander the night before the 
the nerve. So did I. You know, right? Yeah, you did before <laughs> me because you saw me in there. Seconds. Seconds. Second. It was a minute. It was minutes. It really was. But anyway, you know, I don't. I. I don't think the WoW players have experienced the sort of easing of content. So, so fourteen very much is a gear treadmill, and we very much complained about it. But at the same time. It is a design decision. And part of that treadmill is the easing of content as you go. Mm-hmm. So really, a brand new, and that's why, also why it tickles me when people are like, is it too late to join the game? And I'm like, it's you are going to just, your first job is going to shoot up in levels. You, you know, you're going to do the MSQ. You're going to get, the game will throw gear at you to get you to the end. Not in a bad way, but, 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 you know, it, it eases old content. I don't know if WoW ever did that. Did they up drop rates of things? Did they, I don't, I, I, I honestly don't know. I have played WoW. I mostly played at an end game level around the uh, Wrath of the Lich King, you know, and I, I did a little bit of raiding with a couple different groups and stuff. So, you know, I've played WoW, but not, super deep i i liked it i enjoyed my time in wow yeah yeah i'm just i've kind of got this going in the background the asmund gold zeppla video that's that's one of the two videos and i i recommend if you can look i know there's a lot of negative opinions about either asmund gold or his community or both but zeppla does um, at least 50 percent of the talking in this video and zeppla i think is pleasant to listen to and she makes really good points that catches Asmongold off guard, and he's like, oh, really? I did not know that. Oh, for real? They have that? So Zeppla makes some really good points, and she has an extensive WoW background. So she is well-versed to talk about both games. So I thought this was a pleasant interview. It is on Asmongold TV. It's called The Greatest MMO Crossover. Asmongold and Zeppla talk about... 14 versus wow it's not really versus it's more like a compare contrast and one thing as i had in the background they were talking about mounts i recall them talking about you know like in wow getting some world boss or doing whatever is some almost near impossible task some people don't ever see some world bosses ever when you get some certain mount it really is a very look at me Look what I achieved in the distant past that you'll never be able to achieve. I got this. It's me. Look at me. And 14 is really – there is some look at me, but everybody can attain that. Yeah, people have Ozma mounts, but hey, get a BA group. Do the work. Get up there. You You can can get it. You can, you can get you can, it. You can accomplish it. You can accomplish it. Or buy it things. off the MOG station. Or buy, yeah, or buy it. But, um, you know, it, it's those kind of things that it's not everything is completely, unless it's some ancient, ancient something or another, is completely out of your grasp. And it's not really. 14 doesn't come off as a me, 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 look at my achievement game. Well, it's, it's very. But that's. Me, helpful. me, me, look at me standing in Ishgard with your weapons out. You know, I, you know, I still see it, you know, people with ultimate titles, whatever. but that is, that's just, I fully think that's an MMO staple. There should be some stuff that's you gotta really have something fucking to go rare, for. right? Yes. Something with, there's stuff with low drop rates. 14 has some, but they're just not as extreme, I think. Right. I do think we could benefit from a few more super rare pops just based on luck or, you know, 
some hunt mobs that are hard and drop something amazing but cosmetic. I, I do think we yeah. could actually use it for a few more of those. It, it feels like that's missing to me a little bit. Well, and we're missing some, like, you know, I miss having some more, like, Odin-type stuff and some Okoboy. So, you know, maybe you can tie some other things in that have, like, a really crazy low drop rate. That would be okay. You know, not that it's everywhere. I think there's some balance and there's some things that 14 can learn from WoW in that regard. But this is, like, one of the major points uh, is that 14 does look at WoW and say, we like some of the things they're doing. There may be some oh, yeah. things that they, they need they to grab They were ordered to WoW. play it, weren't they? Weren't right. they originally ordered to play it? To originally see ordered like, to play it. You know, WoW devs sent you know, Yoshi P congratulations letters before. You know, sure. there's not – it's not a versus thing. It's not they're, a versus thing, no. They're, they're, they're two different – they're two very different games, and people can enjoy one or the other or both. Yeah, absolutely. A point that I think Asmongold makes, and I'm not sure if this is correct, but I feel like he had made the point that he doesn't feel like WoW is looking at 14 other than as a competition and not what could we be doing better that they're doing right. where 14 looks at WoW and says, hey, how can we add other elements? How can we how can we meet uh, other players and, and borrow other things? So. He's saying that 14 has a, just a better way of looking at the competitors. Um, even in that, that no-clip documentary, they said that the 1.0 staff, the original Final Fantasy 14 1.0 staff, did not play WoW before. Mm. Some of them had not ever they heard of it. They didn't know what an MMO was. Didn't know where it was. No, didn't know what it was. I don't think some people even knew what an MMO was when they were designing that that version of the game. Right. What Yoshida says, he was looking to buy it anyway. Like he was a WoW player. Like he, this was important to him. And that's, there's the difference. There's, when you think your stuff is great and you're not willing to be open minded about feedback, or in Yoshida's case, I think even, even better is you go looking for, for other greatness to try to borrow from or emulate and become great himself and i don't think it was about yoshida being great i think it was look this is this is the most successful mmo wow was the most successful mmo of all time what they can must we do? be doing something right right what, what can, can well, we yeah. what can we they you know you know fates came from guild wars do you remember way 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 back probably before gather together even existed i think in in 2.0 we had discussed how at the time anyway Final Fantasy fourteen didn't do anything super unique or amazing, but it, it did all the right stuff correctly. Sure, it, yes. All, all the thoughts and ideas it borrowed from other games, it it polished it and made it work well. But right. it, it, it didn't really do anything. Maybe the story, right, being deeply story yeah. or, or whatever. But it, it didn't really do anything unique, but it did all the... Not unique stuff really well. And now they've started doing some, I think, unique stuff. And they, you know, they've got a, you know, we complain sometimes about the gear treadmill, about the predictability, but they keep throwing new stuff at us too. So I can't, I don't even know that complaint anymore. Mm -hmm. Yoshi P is not scared to see what's working well in other games. And they're not, they're not scared to steal what works. (laughs) 
Not at all. You know, it's funny that you talked about the predictability. I'm just to switch gears and, and shout out Jesse Cox's video, and it's called uh, 15 Years of WoW versus One Year of Final Fantasy XIV. And it's a well put together. It's just Jesse kind of narrating the origins of WoW, the origins of fourteen, how they relate, how they contrast. It's very well done. Um, and this was this came after Asmund Gold and Zeppelin's video because it actually has some clips of that in here or some pictures of it in here anyway. But one thing he's talking about the predictability. I'm trying to get to the spot in the video just to see it, the visual. But he lined up the the production schedule of a patch uh, cycle um, uh, in WoW versus 14, and where where WoW um, will have uh, a, a trailer. Um, some sort of like pre-patch, like a book and then a pre-patch and then the actual the actual expansion launches and then there's just like – there's three other patches that tell a continuous story. It tells like one continuous whole story. But 14 has – you've got the, the, the two pre-patches, which is really the 0.4 and the 0.5 that start giving you – uh, an idea of where the story is going to go. We've got a full trailer and an expansion. So there's no like, you know, little tidbits here and there. We get the full thing, what we're, what we're getting into. We have a full story within the expansion, uh, a completed story. And then three other patches that tell an addendum to that story or complete some nuances that we did not, that we didn't complete. In that expansion before we hit the, the next uh, point four and go through the cycle again. And while I guess both can somewhat have their merits, 14 just tells a better story this way. It, you feel complete when you get an expansion. You don't feel like you have to play every patch to get the entire story. Um, you'll want to because the story will, will pull you forward. But if you just play an expansion, you get a full story. So Yoshida sells you a complete story when you buy an expansion without you having to play any other patches within that expansion. You could basically go, hey, I know what happened to Emmett Selk and I know what happened to the Asians and Warrior Light's good and we saved the day. Hip, hip, hooray. And that's it. So I, I, the Jesse Cox video makes some really fantastic points um, around that. I highly recommend that you watch that one too. Um I you know I I can't say enough about I guess a final point I'll make on top of all of this is that be open minded as a player. Mm -hmm. WoW players, my understanding is that they're not coming in trashing up the joint. All right, these WoW people just want to have a good time in an MMO. They can't they can't murk you in open world. There's no open world PvP. Uh, a, a horde orc isn't going to come and kill you in Gridania, so don't worry. Um, I, I, I just think it's great. Anything that brings more people to 14, more awareness of 14, it's more money to 14, it's still Yoshida hemming the ship. He's the pilot. He's the captain. The more money that pours into the this game is the more stuff that they can do. More inventory slots, more goods, <laughs> more, more server servers, upgrades. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of the above. Be open minded. Be good because I, I these people want to play. They want to play the old stuff too. You know, it may be a reason why this Eureka's popping. There may be some <laughs> people in there just trying to get some old stuff because they've they've never got to experience this content and they like it. 
They like the grind. They're used to the grind. So um, I think there's room enough in 14 for all until an expansion drops and we're all stuck at Raban because there's too many <laughs> fucking people clicking yeah, the, same, the same. Hey, they spot. changed that shit so it throws you into a queue now anyway. So that's there you go. Good. I have seen some what I would consider deep fucking paranoia about the wow people coming in and basically taking over the game and all being fucking trolls. I'm just going to say this. First of all, don't stress. You can't do anything about it. If that happens, it happens. Mm -hmm. But treat people like you want to be treated. If if someone comes in and, and needs help and they're a newbie, it doesn't matter if they're from WoW or if they're from Aeon or if they've never touched an MMO before. Help them out. If they come in and are complete toxic assholes, you know, report and blacklist like you would anyone else. Yep. There's not much else you can do. And then, you know, I know some people are, like, worried about, you know, the, the different streamers will get popularity. You know what? Who cares? Go watch the stream you like. Support them. Uh, you know, Ruby and I have talked a lot of times about, you know, our show and what we want it to be and what we don't care about it being. If someone likes listening to us, fine. If they don't, then go find something you do. I, I don't care. Find mm -hmm. your people. But, you know, the, there's no... There is such a small subset of people who would continue to sub to a game and be just to be toxic assholes, right? Oh, yeah. There's, yes, the influx of new players could change the development cycle of the game. It's entirely possible. Yoshi P is very, very into listening to its player, his players, but he also has a plan. He has a, there's stuff I want we're not going to ever get. Because he said straight out, that's not his vision of the game. And I, yeah, it's fine. If, if these WoW players can bring better PvP to this game, I'm all for it. <laughs> and maybe they could. I still don't want open world PvP. And if they do, that would make me quit. But um, They will seriously. never. They will they never. <sighs> Never, 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 never do open world PvP. I like, remember no getting way. to like strangle Thornton Vale or something. I don't remember what it was called and wow, and just like just just walking in for my first time and being insta killed over and over again. I'm like, I think that's enough wow for today. Yeah. Oh, that's not that fun. That does nothing for me. No, but if they can yeah. make the if they can make the instance actual PvP, PvP fun and interesting, fun. yeah, I'm for that. I'm for that. Yeah. I, I like I More like fun. I like consensual PvP to a point. <laughs> as long as there's a safe word, it's fine. All right, we've got a what's on tap. Just real quick, rock in the light of the crystal. This is about the electric guitar, it's a new instrument to Bard's performance uh, mode. It actually has quite a few options: overdriven, clean, muted, power chords, and special. It actually technically looks really real interesting but mm -hmm. i'll never know because i shut that shit off day one there you go <laughs> but no it's actually technically a very interesting cool thing you know the way they can do like performance mode and then they can like you know play play with a keyboard you know it's just and it looks amazing it looks it looks a lot like the actual um you know real life guitar we're gonna get here oh oh and there's Yep, the wall hanging version. I, you know, honestly, he he 
the guitarist here, when I'm watching the video, plays a different style, I guess, of the five styles. He has a different stance. The way he strums and, and stands over the guitar is different based on, like, I guess the power chords, he's, like, slamming it. It's interesting. It is interesting. I just don't need to hear a fucking electric guitar every time I teleport to our city. That really bothers me. I'm so glad they let us shut it off. But it's 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 actually pretty cool what mm-hmm. they were able to do with these performance things. Oh yeah, I see the the whole your your character strums the guitar differently according to the tone you're playing. Oh well, now I see that. I just <laughs> inferred that from the video. It's a beautiful of course, guitar. Of course, this is just going to make, you know, this is just halfway as an advertisement to when you actually buy the real-life guitar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, I like the way this is lit up, but I feel like that is uh, a little misleading because I don't, the guitar doesn't actually light up from the inside. It's no, just the way this, you, this picture he looks he really up. had to shine a light from the other side for you to even see there was a crystals. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually a little sad on the real-life guitar. But they didn't make it more intense. I would almost, if I hung this on a wall, put some LED, like some mm-hmm. kind of something on the wall behind it to really let that shine, like a, some toggles. But, but you know, I'm not a gu- guitar aficionado. I, I just think it would be, it would be a neat art piece. Maybe some people really would mm-hmm. play it. I think you said what your son said. I, that's my actually son's like, yeah, that's actually a nice stuff. guitar. Yeah, cold, cold, cold design. Well, it's not a watch, so I won't be getting it. I only want the watch. Oof, all right. Well, I think I think we're done here. I think it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. And thank you to those who have. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, Ruby. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-B-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.